0: welcome to our weekly. I mean, we, we mean weekly Wednesday night shear. Hmm. The weekly shear has been dedicated. V'chavah Chana, Bas Tonight we are adding tonight we are adding the schus it should be in the merit of a refuah shalima for Tinook. an infant that is only several months old unfortunately has not yet been able to come home to her parents' house. To his parents' house, I'm sorry, Tinik Ben Rachel. And we should say very very soon that he should be able to inget, inget, congest, eat his food and he can keep his heart rate proper and that he should have his brismilages to hate and his parents and his grandparents should see a lot of Yiddish, uh, and nachas from him, Yitzhashim. And his siblings, they're older than he. This week is, Ba'ashos V'es Hanan. V'es Hanan, Ha'ashem, Ba'es prays to God at that time, saying, The Shabbos is formerly known as Shabbos Nachamu and I guess we're going to go we're going to neglect this week this year and we won't tell the story of Shabbos Nachmul but if anybody wants to hear it you can go back into archives Hanan I believe I tell it almost every year with Hashanah Tepulia, and this year I don't think we're going to have time for that Okay, one of our participants is about to uh, expire on us here. Um, (coughs) Yeah. This week, as we know, yesterday was Tishabav. And when we hit bottom, we know that once we hit bottom, it's only up from here on and therefore the Yerida of Tisha Bav, the first thing we do as soon as the fast is over as soon as we finish Maitiv, we'll wash our hands and those that change, manage to change their shoes according to Shechonarach they eat something or they wash their mouth out at least the first mitzvah that's done thereafter is Kiddush Lovana you forgot to do it, of course hmm? They go straight outside, they do it, yes. I mean, most people do it outside. It would be very difficult to do it inside the shul. Unless you have a skylight. huh? People eat in the shul? we don't, but we go outside go back in. Okay. So you wash your mouth out. You have to wash Negavas now. You didn't wash Negavas properly. You didn't wash a whole, the whole dish above you, you don't wash your hands. You only wash until your knuckles. Okay. That's because I guess I didn't mention it last week. I will apologize. Um, maybe I need a um, the, so, therefore, the Kiddush Levana is a what represents to the Jewish nation strength and power. Since the Jewish nation goes according to the lunar calendar, so therefore we count according to Levana. And what is the comparison? The Levana Levana to the Jewish nation. We've spoken many times how the Levana tends to disappear over the course of the second half of the month and reappear in the beginning of the month and they get larger and larger until we have a full looming moon above us. The Jewish nation similarly has the same experience in history where the Jewish nation has at times almost become extinct, faced last minute trials and tribulations where people were embarrassed to say they were Jewish, people wouldn't even think they were Jewish, because of the enemies that we have that decided and wanted to destroy our nation. And therefore, however, on the flip side, we merit the return, the regrowth, almost the rebirth of the nation, to the very extent that the, there are points in history, times in history, the time of etc., where literally the Jews ruled, Shleim Melch ruled the entire world, and Shlema, his name Shlema was represented in the concept of Shlema, Shalom, the peace that held throughout the world, as there was peace and tranquility throughout due to his rulership. V'yes itself has another novelty, which we hope M'yadz Hashem to discuss, the repetition of the Aserah Hadibris, the Ten Commandments. As we have the Aserah Hadibris already in Chumash Shemais, in Pashas Yisraeli. Now, once again, in Pashas V'yes the Aserah Hadibris are repeated once again, as the Chumash Dvarim is a repetition of all the Chumash Shemash Shitera. Before we go into the actual part, I would like to cite a Yemara that recently most people completed. Unfortunately, I'm a little behind still. Yemara Mesech to Seta. We tried during Svira to learn a little bit of Seta each year. And the Yemara tells us, On Membeza, Membeza on keeping score at home, 42 side, 2. Pushtim, Bob, and Hischenesha, Goliath. The Philistines came with the strength of their champion, who was Goliath. Goliath. And the Yamara says, Goliath, who was this Goliath? Amr Rabbi, Echenon, Rabbi Echenon says, he stood there with brazenness, with chutzpah. the Gemara refers to it, before the Holy One, Blessed be He, before the Almighty. As it says in the pasuk, when Goliath challenges the Jewish nation, he was a mount, a monster, a giant. He stood before the nation. He said. Brulachem ish v'yedad Choose any man, ish, a man, and let him come down to me. Says the imara Ish? What do he mean ish? Why does he not say, Brulachem Yehudi, Ivri, choose a Jew? Why does he say choose a man? The imara tells us, the Ein Ish El Ish. Whenever we refer, make reference to Ish, the only Ish there is is Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the Almighty God Himself. How do we know that? Shannemar is stated in the pasuk, Hashem Ish Milchama. God, Hashem, is a man of war. Again, reference as Ish, telling us that the Abishta, God Almighty, is the Ish Milchama. So, the chutzpah of Goliath, by challenging, Brulachem Ish, chose a man, the Ish, I'd like to fight directly with God. Omer Baruch Lehmann continues and says, the Almighty says to Goliath, actually the Almighty says, does not say He said it to Goliath, because there was no obvious correspondence between Goliath and God, Chas Shalom. Behold, and I will bring him down by the hand of the son of a man, Ben-ish. Ben-ish, the son of a man, means a child. Usually if you want to say a soldier, a person of status. Ben-ish refers to a child of a man. In other words, there's a man, but has a child. In the hand of a child, this man is going to fall. It says in the pasuk, the David and David himself, Ben Ish Ephrasi hazer Who was this David? He was the Ben Ish, the son of a man of Ephrat. Continues the Gemara. Rabbi Mishum Rabbi Meir, Rabbi said in the name of Rabbi Meir, let us go into Goliath a little bit. In three places, this wicked person tripped himself up with his mouth. Echad, the first one was, When he challenges the Almighty, let choose the Almighty to come down and fight with me. He really knew that David was, real, was the man that he was looking for, but using the chutzpah, the word ish was to fight, was to make reference to God Himself. Vida, another sentence that this fool stated, "Im lochem iti and let's see if he can succeed in battle with me and he can beat me. So, in other words, excuse me, he foretold that he will come battle him, and he will beat him. The mm-hmm. Eidach, and the third time, the Ka'am the David, when David stood in front of him with his slingshot, and his pebbles, he says to him, Akel von Eich, am I a dog? you're coming to me with sticks, and staves. Again, prophesizing how David is going to fall him. The Gemara asks a question. David also says to Goliath, You're coming to me with a sword, a spear, and a javelin? Who do you think you are? Don't you see you're going to fall? You are coming to me, I'm standing in front of you, you can step on me. You can squash me. And you're coming fully armed to the teeth to come battle against little me. You grace a chokem what you are. Afterwards, David says, "I am coming against you Yisrael, I am coming to you in the name of God, Hashem, the Master of Legions, God of the Regiments of Israel. The one that you have tried to ridicule. The Gemara tells us two things here. And this is the point that I'd like to bring out from this Gemara, why I'm t- learning this Gemara, in reference to this week's parasha. And the Philistine came up forth, Hashkem in the morning, Vaharev, and in the evening. Omar Rabbi Yechenon Rabbi Yekinen says what is the reference to morning and evening? shal He wanted to disturb, he wanted to stop them performing the recitation of Shema in the morning and the evening. Then says the Yemar of Ayis V'arboim Yoyim He stood there for 40 days. Why forty? What the significance of forty? Amar um, Rabbi Yechonan says in correspondence with the forty days that the Torah was given. The Imara goes on to explain how low Goliath really was where he came from and the filth his mother was involved in bringing him about into this world in this week's Parsha as we said before we discuss we repeat the Asadis Adibris the Ten Commandments we also have the repetition of the parsha of Kriya Shema. In the parsha of Kriya Shema the Torah tells us and you should teach to your children. Rashi explains The students. We found many places students are re- referenced to as children. Three times, three different references Rashi makes explaining how Tamidim students, are referred to as children. And since, as we said before, we're dedicating this year to the Fushleim of a child, to a Tinuk, Tinik ben Rachel, we want to see that he should be amongst those students of Tera that are sitting and studying Tera and being from the Talmudim. When a child learns Tera, a child learns Chumash, He's made reference to in if you keep in square at home, it's the fourth chapter, Perik Dalit, which is this week. Perik Revi, Mishnah Chav Beis. Mishnah 22. Where the Mishnah tells us of the different ages in our lives, stages and ages. Ben Chamesh Limikra. The five year old is to study Torah. He sits with his Chavedim and Kita in the same class. And he, arrives, he derives the Pasuk, Vishinantam Levanecha. And the child gets a big boom in the head, and he has a question. The Teda is telling us, Vishinantam Levanecha, you need to teach your son. Referencing who's the son? The father. The father needs to teach his son, Tata. But what's he doing? He's sending me to a malamed to learn. He's sending me to a teacher. And my friends, fathers are doing the same. They're neglecting their obligation. They're handing it over to somebody else. How are they being in kind the of midst same in HaTorah? The al Rebbe, the first Chabad Rebbe, called in a teacher a Melamed to teach his son, the Mitla Rebbe. And he told him the following. I have an obligation to teach my son. You have an obligation to support your family. I'll switch with you. I'll support your family and you teach my son. So what we see from here, that the teacher is can take on the obligation of the father. But we also see from here, more importantly, that the father has to take on the obligations of the, father, of the teacher and make sure that his bills are paid. Tuition. Yes, that's where tuition comes down. Oh yeah. Does he have to make $300,000 a year? Why does the teacher have to make more than I make? The truth is, he should, because the fact is, you're putting him in charge of a tremendous commodity of yours. Your son, your heir. You want your son to emanate your ways or even better. Every father aspires that his son should become better than he. That his son should achieve more than he. This is the dream of a father. So if you're giving over the child to the teacher, you want to make sure the teacher is happy. The teacher is satisfied. The teacher has what he needs to put on the table... The teacher lacks nothing. And thereby, the teacher can actually devote his time and dedication to your child. Another question the, father, the child comes up with. Yaakov Avinu, our father Yaakov, blessed the children of Shaved Shimon. And says, Al-Khalqeim bi Yaakov Israel Back at the end of Bereshis, divided so, up What does it mean that they will become the children of teachers? Of children, the teacher of children. Know what I just said? That teacher. So. so if the obligation is on every father to teach his son Teda we don't need teachers. Who needs teachers? Orphans. Or someone whose father is an ignoramus. Or someone who can't teach child, even if he knows how to learn, but he can't give it over to his child. So we need a whole tribe that should become supported by becoming teachers? Do we want to have so many orphans? Do we want to have so many children of, of ignoramuses? Like This is the reason that Rashi goes immediately to explain, Vishinantul vanecha." is not talking about the chayv, the obligation of the father to teach himself. This is a lesson for the teachers, the vanecha These are your children. These mean, this references to your students. And Rashi adds, "We find many places." Talmudim students are referenced to as children. And that's why Rashi brings several different proofs. Three to be exact. After Rashi says, just like Talmudim students are called children, same also the teacher is called father. We find by Elisha, where he calls out to his teacher, Eliyahu, Ovi, Ovi, Rech of Father, Father, chariot of, chariot of Israel. And for this, Rashi goes on, goes out to explain the tremendous obligation put on somebody that teaches Theda. He needs to give over to his students literally That the Tamidim must listen to the words of their teachers. As a child listens to the father. As we said now we found this we find this literally by Elisha Taliov. Avi Avi for Elisha did not find it sufficient to call his teacher Avi Avi only my father, my father. He adds Rechav Yisrael for which means to say. You're compared to everything, the, the all the, the all the different side things, everything that's connected to Tera, everything that brings me, that gives me the tools to win the battle. Learning Tera is compared to an actual war, a war of intelligence. And this is something that each child aspires to have to do. He learns a sugya. He learns a. Sub- a, a. a. how would you say a sugya? Not a subject. A sugya would be an entire. Um, let's leave it as a subject, but I didn't like the word. That's why I didn't say it before. And he's learning a sugi and yimara. He's learning about Yishul Midas, Somebody that gives up on something without no, his own knowledge doing it. And he has, he starts now into questions and answers. He goes into what's known as Shakla vetaria. The master, the teacher, the rebbe, Needs to give the child the tools, how to actually move with the thumb, how to actually go in and out of svaris. <laughs> so this way he can win the battle and understand, understand good the sugya, and therefore the teacher is called of Yisrael rosh Russia. This is therefore we learn from this pasik. A Jew that teaches his friend, Teda, has to do so in a way that is that he has to teach it, he has to engrave it in a way that it should be totally fluent in the person's mouth. If a person will ask the student something, he won't stutter answering it. And not once or re- twice, he needs to do it fully, until this is totally clear by the student. Another reference we have, Avi Ovi, said about Eliyahu and Ovi, the Vasa Geula, Who is Eliyahu and Ovi is the one that's going to let us know about the redemption of Mashiach Tzikeno. Through teaching Teda to a fellow Jew and doing it completely, this is ultimately bringing about the prophecy. No longer will a person teach a friend. Because when Mashiach will come, the world will be full of knowledge of God. And thereby, like the waters cover everything, and therefore, Everyone will be, with the, all our eyes will be open to everything of Taitah. Moving on, Mishnantul Vinakha, we have a Kshartim and the Hayul la Taitafa Very interesting to note. I believe I said it by a shir. But I definitely said at least once by a bar mitzvah. In the Parsha of Shema, of the we make reference, we make reference to the teaching of the child, and then reference to the putting on of tefillin. Whereas in the Pasha of Beholyam Shemaya, first we make reference to the putting out of tefillin, and then we make reference to the teaching of the child. So that's immediately the first question that throws up a flag. Why the reversal? I heard it from Rabbi Moshe Bogomolsky, Shlita, And again, because we're talking about the Refushleim of a child, we're going into the Chinuch of children. The normal father has a mind frame. His mind frame says to him, As long as the child is in my house, is under my roof, I need to educate him. I need to make sure he does the right thing. Many people have a hiddur mitzvah to make a bracha out loud. Say a bracha properly. Ezra, in the freezer, there should be a bottle of fresca. You need to make a bracha out loud. This is the halakha. The halakha is when you eat something, you have to make a bracha out loud. People should answer ami. When you daven, you should daven out loud. One should not whisper the davening. One should be able to hear themselves at least davening. There are certain chassidim, the khalidin chassidim, that daven out loud. They scream and davening. If it's the first time you're walking into a khalidin beis it's quite an experience. Borderline traumatic. the mitzvah therefore is to make a bracha that one should hear <coughs> thank you we have times people daven actually it's interesting only Chabad doesn't have the custom shachar <coughs> We usually say it home. Some say it on the way to the mikveh. It's a walk for some people. It's a trip. Not everybody has a mikveh in their basement. Or a drive. Or a, drive. Or a, drive. Or a bike. Most have a custom to say it in shul, and they have a custom to make sure. They say it with somebody else. In other words, they say it so somebody else should answer Baruch Hu Baruch Shemai and Amen to the brachas. In Cheder, the little children, that's how the first the first classes, the younger classes start off. And they say the brachas, there's a tune to it, Baruch Atah Hashem. And the Rebbe, and the Muhammad will say, Baruch Hu Baruch Shemai, And they will go on, And then they will finish the brachas, and the Rebbe will say, Oh, oh, Amen. And they'll go on. It's very nice. When you go out on Mifzayim, You go to put on with people. So you make the bracha with them. Fortunately, some of them still don't know the bracha. Most of them do already. Some don't. And you make the bracha. Baruch, Baruch, Atah, Hashem, Kenu, Melech, Elam, Sher, Shach, Shonu, Tzvonu, Laniach, Tzvillin, the guy says, Laniach, Tzvillin, you say, Amen, he says, Amen. <laughs> but you have a lot of children also that. The children think, to do that. They'll say a, a bracha out loud. And the mommy and the tattoo say Amen and the child will say Amen. Thank you. Thank you for coming. There's one bracha only a man makes. And when the man merits to make it <coughs> he makes it louder than any bracha he's made all his life. People, Rahman have to bench goymal sometimes again into a car accident or something and they have to bench goimel. They make a goymal, they make it loud everybody should know that they're happy that they're alive. But they don't make it as loud as this bracha and that's the bracha Baruch oh. She'patarani Me'ino She'Alazeh. When the child becomes Bar Mitzvah, the father gets up there very, very proudly and it's Baruch She'patarani Me'ino I'm finished with this sin. Mm, Excuse me. (laughs) Taylor tells us, You, Father, that understood till now (coughs) that the vishinantam levanacha teaching your child came in the parasha v'hafta, before it said, before it said about tefillin, before the child became bamitza, and you were under the impression perhaps, that only until the child became Bar mitzvah did you have to educate him. Once the Kshah Sayyidha comes Im Shemaya and tells you, not just Vahya Im Shemaya, not just Vahya Shemaya, Vahya Shitishmah. Vahya will come to pass Im Shamaya if you listen, and if you don't listen, I baby to you. In im Shemaya, first it talks about and then the Then it talks about the teaching of the children. To teach you that after mitzvah, after the child's putting on children, you still have an obligation to teach the child. You have the obligation to teach the child, and that obligation is perpetual. That is forever and ever. Let us go back now to what I really wanted to talk about the Gemara teaches us. If you keep your score at home, it's the Gemara Menaches Lamet Vavam Malaf. Everybody knows the Gemara Lamet Vavam Malaf, 36 36.1, because every Bamitsub Shetl it talks about the Gemara, Menaches Lamet Vavam Malaf, that's as far as both Bamitsub Shetlok get. <laughs> so most boys that ever said a Bamitsub Shetl, they said the Gemara Menaches Lamet Vav, Malaf. That's all they ever said. The Yemar talks about that a person needs to put on Tefillin Shalyad and then the Tefillin sharish. Tefillin Shalyad the Tefillin on the hand goes before the Tefillin on the head. On the head, the hand goes before the head. When he puts on, he puts on first the shayad, then after the shalyad. However, when he takes off, he has to take off first the sharish. And then the shayat. Why? Simply because the lashon of the pasuk. It says "ais is a singular. It says Taitafa is is plural. When the Twil and shayat is on, you only need one sign. When the tzvul and is on, you need two signs. Therefore, you can't take off the Tzulon Shereish after the Tzulon Shayyad because you can't wear the Tzulon Shereish on a singular basis. It needs to be on only when you have two. Mitzvah Tzulon is a general Mitzvah which reflects the entire Tehra. The Chazal us, if you keep your score at home is Gimad HaKidushon Lamer hay Amar Aleph 35 side 1 the t'ayre. the entire Tehra is compared to Tzulon. Here we learn that general service to God of each and every Jew is the Veda that he receives by Twil and Shayad and the Veda he receives in Twil and sheresh. And the order here also is that Veda receives first Shayad and then Shahadesh. The Twil and Shayad we put according to the heart, which tells us that the Hergish of the is Hashem the midas of the heart. And Tzulon Sharesh we put on the head, which goes according to the mind, which symbolizes the service of Hashem, which comes through the Seichel and Avana, understanding. General learning is Tera. Tells us the that Tera, the first we put on the Tzulon shayad, and then the Tzulon Sharesh. the fear of sin has to be before the fear of Chokmah. First Veda is to awaken the fear, the general, the nature, the natural one, which is hidden in the heart of every Jew. Not to God forbid, revolt against God. Only on this basis is it possible to open up, to start, to Avedis HaMeach, and understanding, and the idea of satira. Not enough. That the fear is preparation, and the introduction of learning Tera needs to aid, needs to accompany the person every moment of their lives, <coughs> and this we see in Halacha, which brought down in the Vali, you cannot put on the tvil and shereish alone. When the person has to put on the tvil and Sharesh, His chayiv has to be also the tvil and shayyah has to be in place, as we said before. And the same thing also, we're learning Teda, we work working Teda. person has to have the fear that's in his heart, and then the fear, and then the mind can get into place. The person can think perhaps, I already awakened the fear in my heart. He wants to involve, he wants to delve into the study of Teda, into the Seichel, and the Chokhmah of Teda. We tell him no even if, when you are totally enveloped and totally soaked up the understanding of Tata, you may never ever detach yourself from the fear of God from thinking God forbid that Teda is not from God and this is therefore a very important lesson which we have been driving home for the longest time the concept of Das Teda <coughs> The das teta, the knowledge of the teta teacher, the knowledge of the teta of the rabbi or of the person that dictates dictates or teaches teta, the decisions and the lessons that they impart. We know that Hakadosh Baruch Hu also puts on film. If you keep your score at home, the Gemara in is the Vav Aleph. And the Baal said to say on this, the Tzulon shayad by HaKadosh Baruch is for the simple Jews. Their service is doing. Tzulon Sheyad is for the Bali Itedah, for those who sit and study Itedah, who serve God with their total meyach, an understanding of Itedah. And here also again, Shayyad comes before Sharesh. The simple Jew is before the big Oivet. Because only because we have the simple Jew can the Barmechen exist. And this combination teaches us Umik, Amchok, Yitzchol, Now as we mentioned, this Pasha, the first Pasha of Kirishim is mentioned in the Pasha. Which is ultimately the third Pasha of Tfilm. Two Pashas at the end of Boi, which are Kadishli, Tzegzunt, and Vahayim And our Pasha, Pasha Ekev, our Pasha and Pasha Ekev are Vahavta and Vahayim Shimeiach. These four parshas, as we said, teach us about the tefillin Sharyat and the tefillin Sharesh. But we see a little difference here, referencing the tefillin. At the end of parshas Boi, between these two parshas it says, which is spoken in the 40th year, Sorry. In the Ben the Parsh Bay was talking about when the Jews had just left Egypt. And now, in our Parshish, there's Hanan and Ekev, where it talks about when the Jews are about to enter into Israel after 40 years. And the reference to the Tvil and Shalyad and the Tvil and changes a little bit. What are the changes? At the end of the Pasha's play, it says, Vahoya, R'o'is Ha'yotcha, or the is It should be for you a sign on your hand, and a symbol on your, between your eyes. The Vahoya goes about on the hand, the Teitavah is on the head. They're one thing. It's mentioned as of one thing. It's a continued sentence. Making reference to and Sharesh. And the same thing also in Vahyakah. Vahyadachal a A sign to on your arm and a commemoration to your eyes. All is one one concept. In our parsha, though, the Lushan changes. It makes a difference between the Shayad and the Shoresh. Ukshartam l'oys al-yodecha. V'hoyu l'teitav is b'nei One entity is the al-yodecha and another separate entity in between your eyes is the Shoresh. The ve'hayu makes a new entity. Making the Shayyad and Sharish two different entities. <coughs> so, how is it that in Boy it sounds like one entity and in Tevarim it's two? Now, we're going to go back to why we started the Shir with the Gemara, the story of Goliath. At the end of Pajah's Boy, it says that Taitav is Beninachah, because they have four. Why is they teitafay? Because they have four bottom to them. Four part, four part compartments. It's not to, four different. Okay, four different parshas. Doesn't necessarily stress tfill and till Tfill and stamp, just in general. Four different compartments. Doesn't make a difference. Doesn't differentiate the shayyad and the when you say, This is Tefillin Shemizreya. Are to Therefore they are called Teitophis. What is therefore the difference? Why in Bai, when they left Egypt, is Tefillin one entity, and here after 40 years they become separate entities? we find the mitzvah of tefillin is a schoola miyuched as a special skulah a special again we lost for a word a skula merit, merit. no it's not a yes. is a merit uh, um. ok somebody google a skulah is, is something that you use to redeem something if you want to be able to have children, you do this in this mitzvah. If you want to be able to have refuah shleima, you do doing this this in the mitzvah. It's not a merit. It's not a merit. No, it's not a merit. It's superstition. No. Yeah. Just Google the word "schooler." School of The Tzvillin is a special schooler for winning wars, beating the other nations. And we find this Gula in two different ways. Again, if you keep the score at home, as we said before, the Gemara Brachis, Velva Miralif. The Gemara tells us, and they will see, the nations will see. The name of God is called upon you. Huh? Okay, here he calls it a a a benevolent charm, But that's that's, that's Kabbalistic. No, it's a remedy, or a protection. Okay. Okay, thank you. The nations will see the name of God upon you, and they will fear you. Where, says the Yomara, does that happen? When the Jews are wearing the Tfilin Shareish The fear of God will fall upon the enemies and they will run. <coughs> they will not even have the Chutzpah to start the war. A second entity, the Rosh, brings down, that Mipnei Ki Mitzvah Tfilin Mizkayim Banchim V'teref by the merit of the tefillin, they will accomplish, they will receive the merit to be able to detach the head of the shoulders at once. If the enemy should try to attack, the, ne- the strength of the tefillin will bring it so in a way that they will be able to destroy the enemy immediately. zraya and explained even deeper in Rabbeinah Bechayah, Terev Zreya is the schus of Tzvillin of Avkot Kere Tzvillin Shaberesh. Why the shoulder, why the head, the arm would come off? Because of Tzvillin Shevayad, and the reason that the head would be detached is because of Tzvillin Shevareish. Mm-hmm. So now we understand these two explanations, and the two schools of Twilin we now understand what the connection with Trillin is in the second explanation that Trillin is used to fight the battles each thing, each part of Trillin is a separate entity has its own strength the Yad is for the Zraya and the Trillin is for the, for the mind, for the head but according to the first explanation that tefillin just throws a fear of God on the nation, so they won't even come to attack you. Tefillin Sharyad and Shilin Shoresh are one thing. And the Chazal really explains it. Tefillin Because that's what everybody sees. Tefillin shiyad, the person has on his arm. And everybody sees it. But, you can't wear and Sharesh unless you're wearing and shayyad. Therefore, the fear of the nations comes about by seeing Tefillin Sharesh. but the Tefillin shayyad is what brings about that you can put on the Tefillin Sharesh. It's a whole different stories. casts with this, where the person doesn't have any hands. The person came into the, the Mitzvah, the if mitzvah, the mitzvah, he had a pshetel. What happens if a person has no arms? What does he do about film? And he came into Yichidus with the Rebbe before his b'mitzvah. And when he came into the Rebbe to Yichidus, the Rebbe didn't ask him what his was on. The Rebbe looked at him with a smile and said to him, "What would be the dinner if a person doesn't have a head? Where would he put on film? <laughs> Concept. He doesn't have an arm, this Chattel, he doesn't have an arm or anything else, but well, he doesn't have a head, he going to put his film? Now we understand the difference you can see Mitzrayim, that there it talks about one entity, and the parash over here, where it talks about two different entities. When the Jews left Mitzrayim, their leader was Moshe Rabbeinu. And what did Moshe Rabbeinu say? We're going to get to Teirah, we're making a little pit stop by Sinai, pick up Torah, and then we're going into the land of Israel, to the promised land and they knew that this would all be miraculous <coughs> there'd be no fights, there'd be no battles there'd be nothing when Moshe walks in with them everything's going to dissipate just like when they walked out of Egypt they're going to walk into Israel and no one will have a chutzpah to fight with them like it says we see in Shalach it's all talking about the Tefillin it's all about the and therefore, Tzulim was one entity. You didn't have to separate for the battle of the Shayat <laughs> and the Shoresh. But now, Apash is already talking about not Moshe going in. It's Yeshua. And they knew, Rav lachal teisim, tabre'i tabre And, is Yeshua, vachazkele Etc. So, Yeshua is taking them in. So they knew they had to go through war. If they had to go through war, they're going to have to fight with Their hands and their their, arms. They're going to have to take off their arms and their hands. And therefore, when Goliath stood up to fight with them, what did he try to fight? He tried to fight the basis of Torah, which was the Kriyishma Shachas, Kriyishma Shacharavis. The Kriyishma which is written in the (coughs) Tefillin. Ridiculing that for 40 days, which represents the concept of (coughs) Torah. And this we see also in the Parsha. And this we wish for Rifu for Tinnok ben Rachel, Shabbos Nachmu, 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 nachmu Ami. He makes a double reference of Nechama, double reference of, consul, of of condolence. And the connection to this is the Geula and the beginning of our Pasha. Where the beginning of the Pasha, Meshach says, V'Hishanah Nehashem, Everno of Erisar Sateva, let me go into the land, Chazal tell us that Mesha Davin five hundred and fifteen tfiles. Vaschanan is gematria five fifteen. And its funnel is brought down from Mahidhik and Megala Muchis. If Mesha Abeinu would have brought the Yiddin into Hetz Israel and built the base amigdash it never would have been destroyed. Like in, the, like in the time of Mashiach. So this was Mashiach's tremendous chukka to take the Jews <coughs> into Israel. He wanted to bring about now the Gulamitz mitzvah Shleima, And this is the concept of Nachmu, of the Nachoma. And Shabbos Nachmu therefore also finds itself either before or after, but directly connected since it's always the Shabbos after Tisha It comes to time also the Shabbos connected to Chimishas above, and we know the Gemara says the Gemara and the Masechet is in the Mishnah. There was no yomtiv like Chim- Chimishas above. What's the mile of two of the fifteenth of? A, that this is such a great yomtiv, because this is as we said before, it comes from the darkness of the morning of of the nine days, and after the lowest of low, and we hit in Tishbav, the morning and the crying of Tishbav. So beautiful word yesterday. As you finally see something nice in WhatsApp from the Shalal Kodesh. That Mekipper comes out of Shabbos. We keep Mekipper. Tishbev comes out of Shabbos. We don't. Why? Okay. Because the halacha is that not halacha. The, 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 the svarim tell us that every tear that's ri- that's cried on Tishbev is builds another brick for the base of so therefore, if we had Tishubav on Shabbos, a person crying on we would be building. And You're not allowed to build on Shabbos. Beautiful thought. After this whole tzar of Tishubav, we reach to now the highest part where the Jews representing, represented by the Levana, going according <coughs> to the Levana, come to B'Av where the Hamishasubav is the Levana, Kaima Sire the Levana is full. And this we can make reference to in the 15th of Av. As we find again, in come out of keep his core at home, it's Lamit Amad the end of Amad 30 side 2 on the bottom. On the 15th of Av, one of the things that happened was, the people that were dying in the desert, stopped dying on Chimishas above. And every year on Tisha B'Av, they would go into, the, into a pit. And then the next morning, whoever was still alive came out of the pit. In the last year, the 40th year, they went into the pit, and they waited. And the next morning, everybody was alive. So they said to themselves, maybe we'd miscalculated it. So they, they went in again. And they did this over and over until the 15th. on the 15th, they knew that the moon was full. They knew it was not the sub of any longer. They did not miscalculate. And therefore, they knew that the Uzeda was over. And the decree of dying in the desert had come to an end. And this happens... Now this day is revealed to us the ultimate correction for the, for the Kurban and therefore there is no Yom Tif like it in order to have the merit to pale according to the things that we ask for from these, these days Shabbos Nachmu and Tubov. the Nechama Kfula the double Nechama doesn't say Nachmu Ami Nachmu Ami it says Nachmu Nachmu Ami a double naqama to teach us that this will be a double naqama to each and every one of us. And the lesson of Tubov, we need to add in learning Teda, the Yamata tells us we can be scored at home at the end of Titus again. It says that on this day now the nights start getting longer, teaching us that the person needs to add in night times time when people learn Tata. By day they work. She says, the more the person, the people that undertake when the night gets longer to add learning of Teda, life is added to their life. And therefore, from this day on, we add limad da and we reveal the of that we have, the Gil, HaGulah, each and every Jew has to make a Cheshmet Tzedek. What do they have to do now to bring closer to the Gulah But to accept upon themselves to add in and Mitzvahs, to add in Aves Yisrael, to add in the way we talk about a fellow Jew, to not say something negative about a fellow Jew, to only find favor in a fellow Jew, again, something that was sent around yesterday a zillion times, (laughs) to love your fellow Jew, even if he's not like you. You just, it's supposed to be after the love your fellow Jew as yourself it says, love your fellow Jew even if he's not like yourself. and definitely we will have the revelation of Kenu, and then each and every one of us will see what reason we need to bring about the speed, speedy of the, the speediness of the Geulah, and the Rafua and the Yeshua and the Mietz Hashem on Tubov or even before that we will find we will hear of the Refua shleima of the Tinuk Ben-Rachel, and all those that need the and Yeshua's, and we should find ourselves in Yerushalayim, with Mashiach Tzadkenu, and Nachmu, Nachmu, the double Nechama to each and every Jew, Shabbat Shalom to all.